So today we're welcoming Albi Shimera, um, who is the author of My Lord, published by Gert Dog Press. I'm going to do an extract for you from that. And then um, I'm going to welcome Shim to the show and we're going to have a chat uh, about LGBTQ rep, um, A-spec and A-rospec rep and mental health issues in fiction, among some other stuff. Uh, hopefully it's going to be fun. Um, some slight content warnings for the extract. Um, the book is erotic horror. It's uh, historical fantasy. Um, so, yeah, there's a little bit of... Um, I don't know, it's, it's out of context. So it's uh, like kind of like light BDSM, <laughs> I guess. Um, but yeah, it's, it's uh, nothing too graphic. Uh, hopefully you'll enjoy it. Um, it's uh, the book itself, My Lord, is, uh, has got polyamorous rep, rep in it. It's got um, vampires. It's set in a fictional European country in the 13th century. Um, so if that sounds like your jam, um, go check it out. Here's an excerpt from uh, L.B. Shemera's My Lord, published with Gert Dog Press. The cut, it hurts. Lord Deminus lowered himself and licked the wound a few times, his eyes fixed on Mayer's, taking in her suffering. Mayer's nerves screamed from the sensory overload. Fucking sadist! Tears slipped from her eyes as she clutched the sheets in anguish. The Lord rose a bit and licked her neck. Don't forget that this is meant to hurt. His hot breath against her ear made her feel weak. He flicked his tongue against her earlobe while at the same time pinching her nipple, causing her to moan softly. Maya's mind had trouble forming coherent thoughts. You agreed to suffer in Gail's stead. He moved down again to lick the wound. Maya winced. I... I did, my lord. He looked up, blood glistening on his lips. If you can't take it any more, you may tell me so. He licked his lips clean. I'll stop. However, a devilish joy was visible in his eyes. Gail's punishment won't end tomorrow morning. Maya swallowed. Is he seriously offering me a way out? She was quiet for a few seconds. If, if we stop now... When will Gail's punishment end, my lord? Lord Deminus thought this over. Tomorrow, after supper, he lowered himself so his nose almost touched Mayer's. Does that mean you wish for the pain to stop? Is it too much? Mayer bit her lip. He's enjoying this. But I'm no weakling. She kept her eyes locked on his and gathered her courage. I don't enjoy pain, my lord, she said calmly. Yes, I want it to end, but no, it's not too much. She felt stronger having said that. And I've suffered this much already. I'm not going to quit now. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> um, so welcome to Albi Shinera, who is uh, our guest on the show. Um, so would you like to introduce yourself and tell us about your work? Um, yeah, so my name is Elbi Shimaira. Um, I write uh, dark fiction. Um, I've been writing uh, short stories and uh, novels. And uh, last Halloween, I published <laughs> my first novel got published. It's my lord. It's an erotic uh, gothic horror novel. Um, um, so um, my lord is kind of, is it fantasy as well? It's like that kind of, or is it historical? It's a bit of a blend, actually, because it's set in a 
um, yeah, in a made-up country that's in yeah. uh, Eastern Europe because I did try to actually uh, adhere to uh, actual historical events. So with the invasion of the Golden Horde in Europe, Ooh. so it's set in that time period. But yeah, it's a fictional country because yeah, it's a yeah, it's a fictional place with fictional laws and how things are done there. And of course, there are yeah, there are these kind of vampires going on there. So that's a little bit of fantasy element. Uh, only in my other contemporary novel in the same universe, uh, they call him Lucius. I actually explain a bit more what it is that they are, and I actually try a scientific approach to that. So Ooh. it would be more of a sci-fi than a fantasy, actually. But yeah, this one's set in the what is it in the 13th century because it's 1200. Oh, and yeah. So mm. they don't know like what it is. So yeah, it's sci-fi fantasy kind of in regards to how I explain the yeah vampirism kind of thing but yeah that's really cool <laughs> I do love the 13th century that's my um so 13th century British history is like my specialist Ooh. um topic yeah so I'm a medievalist by by trade in real life oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I did well then <laughs> no it's fine <laughs> so but I know I know a lot about like 13th century Wales and absolutely nothing about 13th century uh, anywhere else so I, I'll, I'll happily just enjoy it as a <laughs> yeah I just great. I did uh, did some research in it but it was more like um yeah more yeah of entire Europe that's what's going on there and also when it comes to uh, medieval dishes because yeah what the hell were they eating back then I don't know but also yeah yeah what did they sleep on because you're so inclined to just write that they sleep on a on a normal bed but they had mattresses filled with straw for example like that was yeah. more a thing back then so oh okay i'm gonna put that in <laughs> just small small details but yeah yeah they're important some liberties. yeah yeah awesome and and it's so there's there's quite a bit of um lgbtq rep is that right in your books as well so director tell us a bit about that like what kind of representation do you have in your work um well basically i try to uh stick a little bit more to what i know so yeah. uh, it would be uh by pan um yeah that, that kind of representation um i have friends uh, who are trans so um one of my friends actually made uh he helped me made a character uh, for one of my novels it's just a little side role at the moment but still it was kind of fun to just ask him because I like doing that for my friends just have them yeah. make a character in my books so oh. yeah, I try to try to put that in and um, there's also a novel that I co-wrote with someone and um, yeah they were basically also um, alter egos of ourselves and uh, those two characters were both uh, asexual so yeah, we put that in, and uh, also the yeah, so asexual characters as well, also in other books. But um, because those books are more horror oriented, and yeah, sex and romance didn't play a big part, so it's kind of hard to yeah put it on paper what the orientations are because it's not something that is discussed all the time. Like yeah, yeah, I think it is harder. Um when uh, I'm a uh, demisexual sort of gray ace as well so it's I, I, mm -hmm. <laughs> like talking about sex just doesn't really come up so it's not it's just sort of an absence <laughs> yeah like, but it's also like yeah. 
even if you're on the on the asexual spectrum, you can still enjoy sex. So it's yes, really yeah. that's it makes it even more difficult. Like if you're sex repulsed, it's probably easier to put that into a book because then anything that's sexual that happens, you can have a character go, uh, like uh, no, get it away from me. But <laughs> yeah. otherwise, when it comes being uh, when it comes to sexual attraction, it's just so much harder to put it in there because yeah, you can have a character looking at a character that's very hot and then just not respond to it but then it could also just be them not being interested like they can still have sexual attraction but just not to that person or character so how do you make it clear that that's uh yeah this is more standard and not an exception to them not reacting to it so yeah it's it's a little bit hard (laughs) yeah i think sometimes it's one of those that you have to be quite explicit but if you're writing it like, oh, I'm ace or like, <laughs> you know, but like, yeah, it's hard, especially when uh, you're writing anything like historical fantasy or something where they don't have terminology to describe themselves. Um, I wondered if you found that like, um, you know, if, if um, ace characters in particular um, open up the narrative a little bit more. So it kind of there are different ways you can write about them and different like storylines you can take um obviously they can have yeah yeah like um as an as an aspect person I do enjoy sex and like that's mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but it also kind of removes you know those kind of narrative expectations and, and it kind of lets you be a bit freer with it I don't know if that's something you noticed or put in it's a difficult question <laughs> yeah I don't know because I, I do find that uh, because actually when I started writing my Lord, I was like, yeah, I can, I can write, uh, I can write erotica. I can do this. And yeah, no, I couldn't. <laughs> I mean, just all this, just too much sex is boring to me. Like it just, it gets repetitive very, very quickly. And yeah. also I re- was really like, yeah, I need, I need a lot of story before there is any sex because otherwise it just feels weird. Yeah. So, yeah. I yeah I would I agree with that personal feeling <laughs> like why are they having sex now I don't understand <laughs> like sure it can happen but just yeah in the stories I was writing at least it was like yeah no these characters are like nope but then I'm I'm quite of a pantser so my characters really dictate what happens so yes I just yes. have to I have to follow the lead <laughs> Yeah, and is there there's polyamorous uh, characters in My Lord as well? Is it is that a yeah. main thing or uh, pretty it, much? That it, play, it plays a big part. <laughs> yeah, did that just happen or was that planned? Um, it was not planned when I was when I started writing it. It just kind of happened, and then <laughs> as I as it went along, it was just like, yeah, no, this is this is just how it is now. That's yes. Uh, the characters have decided this. This is a thing. Yeah. So okay, fair. we're doing this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. Oh. <laughs> I love it when characters just kind of take over in a in a character driven sort of narrative and go right. We want this to happen now. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Because originally it was also just yeah meant to be a straight book, I suppose. But nope, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, it's funny how that happens. <laughs> it's like, no, this is going to be gay now. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> but also the the moment you get more uh, in touch with your own gayness, basically, like good luck reeling it in in your fiction because nope, not gonna happen. Every <laughs> character now is some sort of gay because. Yeah, I yeah I feel that also. Um, <laughs> it's been really interesting because I kind of personally um, have you know kind of been on that that explorative personal journey I suppose about kind of getting mm-hmm. into different aspects of myself and um, coming to you know grips with different parts of my sexuality and I think when I first wrote The Crows it was a very straight book um, but it, it was there was something a bit off about it like <laughs> something not quite heterosexual <laughs> and I heard that a lot the rewrites, I just like um, this whole new character appeared who was very definitely ace aero mm-hmm. um, or like grey ace kind of um, and then it, it kind of all got a bit polyamorous and a bit, like, <laughs> a bit it just it. sort of went a bit off piste and then the second book is just like there's a full on um, yeah there's there's a polyamorous character in the second book who is Pan um and has an open relationship with his girlfriend who's bi and um yeah and has a boyfriend who's monogamous to him and like (laughs) yeah and sort of lots of different things um yeah I always forget the terms for the complicated uh yeah relationships you can have in uh when poly but like polycule yeah polycule indeed was the what's the term yeah the yeah like a v and a triad and thruple is also a good one yeah triple triads a quad there are a lot of terms for it and i'm just yeah what's the one with for your partner's partner that isn't uh metamor metamor yeah yeah I quite I love all of those and it's just <laughs> fun to to kind of just um play around with things like that and um explore different kinds of relationships um but I also really like platonic um relationships and queer platonic relationships and things that aren't um you know like romantic as well mm-hmm. like um different kinds of yeah but they're more than friendship like it's... yeah yeah, I, I yeah, I just find that a really interesting dynamic. Definitely, um, yeah. Do you have any of those in My Lord or other works that you've done? Well, for myself, I only learned about queer platonic relationships like a few months ago. Before that, I didn't oh, okay. even know it was a thing. So right. and that, I really find it interesting because I'm also like just kind of glancing at my own relationship now, like, hmm. Because <laughs> when, it comes, when it comes to romance, it's a little bit... Um, it's a little bit difficult for me, I, I guess, because I've always have this weird thing with romance that I'm like, romantic stuff makes me want to puke. But yeah. <laughs> I have this amazing partner and we've been together for 15 years now and I love him a lot. But I, yeah, it's kind of hard to, to think about that. Is it actually what uh, society deems as romantic love? I only know what I feel. And I don't know if that's romantic, but it's the, yeah, it is the most, love that I can basically feel for a person so yeah, yeah. For us, it's it's all good and amazing and we're very happy together so that's uh, that's the most important thing so when it comes to my own books um at least in my lord uh yeah I suppose it is it is written as romantic love I think I guess like it's up to uh, the reader <laughs> to uh, interpret I guess 
Um, but for example, the book that I uh, co-wrote, uh, In Sickness and in Hell, um, there are uh, ace characters in that. And they have, uh, yeah, they're living together and um, they basically, they love each other very much and they actually want to get married. Um, but there is, there are no sexual relations between the two. Okay. Um, the, the fun thing about that book is also because nowhere is it actually said that they are ace. So it's, it's basically all between the lines, but it's also one in the moments that uh, one of the characters gets very uh, touchy in a way that she normally wouldn't do. And that actually gives away that this person is not actually um, yeah, who she pretends to be. Mm. So it's actually getting too sexual, basically, that actually gives away that, no, this is someone else. I really like that part, but also uh, one of the characters is actually a cam girl. Okay. I also really like that part because, yes, she's asexual, but she's also a sex worker. Yeah. And, yeah, you don't need to be sexual attracted to actually do these yeah. kind of things. So yeah. anyone can be ace. And someone who is ace can do whatever. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, is that one published uh, at the moment? Uh, it's uh, free to read on Wattpad. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> I'm scooting over there soon. Um, how did you find the co-writing process? I'm co-writing a book at the moment and really enjoying it. But um, yeah, did you? Um, it's, it's very different, isn't it, when you're like? Oh yeah, it, it was. Alone. It was very different because basically uh, we spend a lot of time uh, yeah, plotting it out and just uh, working for, working uh, at an outline. And that's also when I discovered that how I do my outlines, uh, also because I'm mostly a pantser, is very different from how uh, Godhand, that's the one I co-wrote with, how she did her outlines. Because she basically uh, does her outlines uh, very detailed, like almost um, almost an entire chapter in itself. I'm more of a bullet point kind of person but um, yeah it actually clicked very well because we were that different and uh, we just went along and because it's also a bit of a mystery uh, we had to put in all the elements of who done it put those elements in there and uh, hide all the the hints and then uh, we had an original idea and then while we were plotting it out we were like no we can do this differently and if you do it like this it's more of an it will shock the audience more and uh, this is so much better than this and uh, we avoid certain tropes if we do it like that and so that, yeah. that was really fun to do and um, we did everything in Google Docs because then you could also yeah work together at the same time and um, we would do um, yeah when her character uh, was in the spotlight basically she would write that part and when my character was in the spotlight I would write that part and when they worked together sometimes it was basically uh, her writing a, a few lines and then me writing a few lines and stuff like that so it, it worked really well. Yeah that's really similar to what we're doing actually we're doing it <laughs> well um, and doing the the points of view um, so I've got the I, uh, my co-writer is in America. Mm-hmm so, yeah, um, mine a... was too, and the <laughs> time differences really. Yeah, because the time differences, it's quite fun because you wake up in the morning and there's like a new section, and it's like a little. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like, <"Ooh." laughs> do, do, do you also have timetables? Because we were trying to do updates, uh, like what was it again? Every week or two times a week. So we actually had those deadlines to actually push us to keep writing, and yeah. Oh yeah, we haven't we got deadlines so because of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like oh, that's that's really fun. Um, 
yeah I'll have that yeah that I want to have a look at that now that's um, <laughs> new to this um yeah so um so my lord is published by Gert Dog Press yep correct yep um and it's also got um mental health issues as well represented um yeah mostly uh trauma PTSD okay um what, uh, why did you choose to explore or like kind of represent that um well based i myself am familiar with <laughs> okay. i had a therapy for ptsd uh in uh what was it 2019 yes 2019 so um and that's also when i actually discovered that uh yeah no this is not new this has been growing for some time and now it just the volcano erupted basically and um i really became uh disabled i couldn't work and uh yeah, I had to get therapy and uh, after a few months of that, I was able to slowly get back into work and um, yeah, working full time again eventually. And yeah, also out of therapy by now, but uh, yeah, therapy is good. I <laughs> can recommend, <laughs> should have done it sooner. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I know yeah. <laughs> oh so, yeah, but I wanted to, um, I, I I always started writing because it was for me a form of therapy in itself and yeah. because I used to have a lot of bad dreams and nightmares and writing those down helped me to process them and um, yeah also put uh, stuff that I was dealing with that I had trouble with I put it into my stories uh, also as a way to help process them because hey look at this character look they are working through it they can beat this shit so can I yeah so a bit of um yeah how do you call it you're kind of projecting yourself into your characters and then viewing how they deal with it and how they work through it. And then, yeah, it kind of helps you deal with it yourself. Yes, definitely. I um, I think I did a little bit of that in, in my stuff as well, but in, I, I kind of, I was distanced enough mm -hmm. from like, you know, the, the situation and the, the emotions and all of that, that I could go, okay, I want to kind of gothicize. Mm-hmm my depression and my complete inability to understand things like friendships and interpersonal <laughs> <laughs> interpersonal interactions and I kind of put it into like the antagonist character <laughs> and then I kind of pushed it to its its how how extreme could I make it um <laughs> and came up with um this character that I absolutely love but is like um just the most traumatized <laughs> but but yeah it's also you but we love our characters like that yeah people do like him and it's it's concerning <laughs> because no. he is he's also a bad... <laughs> well, yeah i was gonna say he's a, he's a bad person yeah he, uh... <laughs> he hurts people i guess i mean villain or just not that he, bad of he's, well he's an anti-villain he he does kill people <laughs> He kills a lot of people. Bad boy, bad boy. Yeah, <laughs> down. No, um, I mean Lord Demonezes too, and yeah, nah. <laughs> yeah, I I really liked the um, the extracts that I I read, um, and I'm going to I, I you know the, the bit that I've uh, read out on the show. Um, so that's um, yeah. He just he just sounds like a character I need to get to know better. <laughs> I did, I did try to actually write him as someone that has to grow on you. Yes. Yeah. And I like, someone that you yeah. keep being conflicted about, like, 
do I like this person or do I hate him? Like, is he good or bad? And he kills people. Like, yeah, difficult. At least that's how I want him to come. I'd have no clue if I succeeded because on Wattpad, there were people who basically instantly liked him and there were others who, who didn't like him. Even in the end, they were still like, no, nah, he's a dick. I don't want him. Go away. So, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think those kind of characters... Um... It depends, I think, on your reader and what your reader's experiences are. And so people, I think, who get that character or get something about them is like they, they'll resonate with them in a particular way. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe people who have had different life experiences will not resonate with that character in quite the same way. Mm-hmm. And I so think that's for all yeah. characters. I mean, yeah. also you, you said with your character, like, because he's this traumatized, uh, depressed villain. And <laughs> yes, there are people who are going to be fawning over that person because I've seen enough people do that. But yeah, <laughs> they're yeah. also going to be the ones who are like, yeah, no, that this this is a horrible person for everything he does. And yeah. yeah he's just he's just a dick. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's a bit of a mixed bag I think with with those sorts of characters. But it's um I think they're sometimes the most fun to write as well. Oh, we definitely. You also know to read because those are characters with depth that have some yeah, actual meat in the character it's just it's not a one-dimensional character like no there's more to them like there are multiple facets and multiple sides and I actually like that when a character has more to offer an artist playing you have to like this character and this character you have to hate like no make them more interesting give them more more size make them more uh how do you call it uh, three-dimensional complicated yeah 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 definitely I think that just it just adds so much to the whole experience of reading. Uh, oh, definitely. Yeah, just and like when you've got that space as well for people to read between the lines, and you don't specifically say, and you let the reader kind of figure out why they're like that, or like let mm-hmm. people go like make connections and go, oh, right, yeah, they they that happens. So yes, now this scene makes more sense, and like. <laughs> Yeah, I love stuff like that. It's just, yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's like my favourite thing. <laughs> Was there anything um, in your work that you found difficult to write for any reason? Uh, difficult things to write. Um, one of the things that I actually did get stuck on were uh, some of the sex scenes. <laughs> because <laughs> I have to be in a certain mindset to be able to write that kind of stuff. And sometimes it was just like, how do I write this? And how do I make it actually interesting and not boring and not just, yeah. Like something uh, a 14-year-old with no sexual experience would write. Like, right, yeah. <laughs> I've had plenty of experience. That's, that's not even the problem. It's just how do I put it on paper and make it actually interesting to read and not like something going, ah, or just like, this is written horribly. Like, yeah, so that, that was very difficult for me to, to do also because I don't have that much experience reading sex scenes because most of the books I have have none so yeah that that was quite uh, a challenge to do yeah I I find it difficult I kind of do the fade to black kind of <laughs> thing like oh yeah I can get that I fully get that 
Um, but they, I, I don't have any sex scenes in The Crows um, either. And I think, like, I just kind of avoided, <laughs> I just avoided that. Um, but yeah, it's hard, isn't it? And like, I think, especially when um, you read, if you do read sex scenes and you're like, you can kind of get a feel for what's well written and what's really not. And I think it's hard when you've got like a book that's kind of sold itself on being very erotic and then you realise that they have to sustain it for like 400 odd pages of a novel or something. <laughs> and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> like, yeah. To put it like that, with my Lord, it is, a, it is a bit of a slow burn. <laughs> so don't expect anything soon to happen by chapter five or something. Like, Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I do like I think slow burn I think you're right like um for me anyway like slow burn definitely works better with erotic kind of things because I think slow burn is erotic it's definitely definitely anticipation like and then you get but also the yearning of putting characters together like come on do it already like (laughs) get this tension over with (laughs) no not for another 15 pages <laughs> <laughs> yeah I love it and um do you have anything coming out soon or any promotions that you want to make us aware of anything we should know um so I am planning uh, a certain quiz for uh, my lord that I uh, yeah. that I want to uh, put on uh, yeah soon probably once this podcast is up, it might already be available. Okay. Um, so basically that will be a quiz where you actually have to read the sample pages that are free to read online and uh, you get and yeah, you get uh, like a, a dozen questions that you have to answer uh, based on those sample pages and from everyone who gets it correct, I will uh, pull a winner. That's fun. And they, they get a free ebook. Ooh. So, so that, that's what I got planned at least. And uh, also um, just a giveaway thing I want to do on Instagram. See if I can uh, manage one of those, uh, tag some friends and uh, that, that kind of stuff. Like you see those going on a lot. So I'm hoping that there's interest in that. And yeah, also want to do, uh, yeah, just pull a winner from that and uh, give them a free ebook. Okay. Um, so I have that planned. Um, other than that, I'm basically working on the outline of the sequel. And I'm also uh, trying to uh, to silence the my other uh, work in progress. That's a dark fantasy because that I keep writing it and then uh, put it on hold again. And at the moment, it's again on hold because I, I had it on Wattpad and I drafted it again because it's like, yeah, no, it's, it's still not good enough, and I want to edit it some more. And uh, with that book, I also want to explore some. Uh, yeah, some other sides of uh, LGBTQ characters and uh, yeah, also with uh, when it comes to gender, I want to explore something in there. And I also want to look more in uh, the queer platonic relationships because we mentioned that earlier. Yeah. I also want to look a bit more into that because uh, yeah, I want to keep that book a little bit closer to my own experiences and uh, pour some more of my own experiences in there and uh, also make uh, the main character I was already writing her a little bit closer to myself and I want to see if I can uh, actually uh, make her autistic in the way that I am yeah so I actually want to put that uh, yeah in there some more as well so yeah it's it's a little bit of my book babe because I 
the, I started that book uh, when I was like 15. So it's been 15 years now. I completed oh. it once before and I started to, it was 140K words when it was done, the first version, and I fully drafted it. And then I started rewriting it. And I think it was now around 30K or something and I drafted it again. It was a full rewrite. So I hope I can save what I've written so far and just make some edits. But yeah, that's going to be uh, yeah, a big book, uh, probably a series, because I have like ideas for like two or three books of that already. But yeah, those characters have been in my mind for 15 years. <laughs> so, yeah, those characters really want to get written and I have their backstories are also getting very much uh, fleshed out. And yeah, I really want to write those books as well. But I'm like, yeah, but also the sequel to My Lord needs to be written. And ah. So, yeah, I have so many ideas and just so little time to actually write stuff. But Yeah, that's a, a universal. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So little time. So many ideas. <laughs> yep. Yeah, if, anyone, if anyone wants to pay me to become a full-time writer, please do. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's your, do you have a Ko-fi or a PayPal me or? Uh, I actually don't. Like I do, a, I do have a PayPal that people could use, but I don't have it noted anywhere. I guess the best way is to just uh, buy your book. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> actually, it is. Yeah, I'm going to put all the links up in the podcast description and um, on my blog as well when this goes up, so people can um, access your stuff on Wattpad and the stuff that you've got published with Good Dog Press. Um, yeah. And I will link your social media as well so your instagram and your twitter so people can find you on social media um so <laughs> thank you <laughs> for that to join in yeah i will also be adding uh, your podcast to my uh, already very long link tree but uh it deserves a place <laughs> there, <so. laughs> Yay. um right it's been great to have you on the show um it's been really lovely to to chat to you um thank you very much for coming i hope you've had fun yeah. too <laughs> <laughs> Likewise, yeah, it was a bit of a weird start, I think, but that's, uh, I think that's for every podcast, you always hear people getting, being a bit awkward at the beginning, because you just need to get into that, that flow, and yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think, and we are real people, we are not professional, like. <laughs> <laughs> you have to say, you're not a professional yet, but we'll see how it goes when you're at Podcast 100 or something. <laughs> <laughs> exactly the same as this. <laughs> I will have learned nothing. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's been really, really fun. And um, hopefully see you soon. And that's all we have time for. So thank you once again to Shim for coming on the show and being my first willing victim. I mean, interviewee. <laughs> I have been your basic local Eldritch girl and I hope you'll enjoy the next episode of The Crows. Check out cmrosens.com for all the links under my author interview page. Thanks for listening. The intro outro theme is Netherworld Shanty by Kevin McLeod.